0: Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Your real estate investments are going to make you a lot of money, but they can also leave a legacy if you so choose. On today's program from the archives, you're going to meet an amazing real estate entrepreneur with one of the coolest real estate stories ever. Today on the Real Estate Guys radio program. If you love turnkey cash flowing real estate, then Indianapolis is your market. Forbes just rated it the number one market for renters. As real estate investors, we love renters. Find out if Indianapolis is the right market for you. Get a copy of Aaron Adams' Indianapolis Market Report by sending an email to indy at
1: realestateguysradio.com. That's indy, I-N-D-Y, at
0: realestateguysradio.com. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Thanks for tuning into the show. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Joining me, as usual, co host, financial strategist Russell Gray. Hey, Robert, we are having an awesome time as we get to meet lots of folks. A couple weeks ago, Steve Forbes back on the program. Got to speak with Anthem Blanchard and Axel Merck. Last week on the show, a couple of great real estate investors who are doing the thing today. Oh my goodness, I think we have struck the lucky gold vein. Absolutely.
3: You know, uh, we talked recently about just this whole concept of proof of concept, and you look at people that go and achieve extraordinary things. And I think most people, especially people listening to this show, instinctively know real estate is a vehicle that can do extraordinary things. And if you figure out kind of a unique selling proposition, a way to do it, and it takes a lot of hustle and creativity. And uh, today we get a chance to talk to a guy who has done something spectacularly awesome, but it's so much bigger than money. And, and that's the part that's so inspirational to me. You know, I got to a point in my life where I, I, I realized that I really wasn't put on this planet to make money. I was put on this planet to do something meaningful. And once I realized that, it set me off on a quest. And that's one of the things I appreciate, Robert, every year at the Goals Retreat or what we call Creating Your Future Seminar that we do at the beginning of the year. And I say, we lightly, you know, I go and I do a little introduction and you carry the day for two and a half days and change people's lives. But you take people to this place where they go deep down inside and you ask them the question, who are you and who are you really? And what do you care about? And what do you really, really care about? And when you can figure that out and then you look at the world and you see what the world needs and you maybe find that you've got something unique to give to the world. And it doesn't have to be huge because a lot of times people who change the world in profound ways don't start out with big visions. They don't start out with lofty ambitions. They just are trying to be faithful in the little things and then one day you wake up and they have done something profound and that's today's guest
0: oh absolutely and he started small right you're going to hear a story of a gentleman who has been investing in real estate for a really really long time and you're going to hear about where he is today and it's going to be fascinating and awesome but what i want you to hear is what it took for him to get there like last week on the show we were talking about proof of concept and talking to investors that had to go through the muck to get to a level of success and still relatively early in their real estate investing careers. Mr. Rosen's story is even more so than that. He has taken an extremely disadvantaged position and turned it into a thriving business, is completely clear about what he's going to do, and is changing his little part of the world in a huge way. And the clarity part is another part to listen to. As you listen to him talk, he's a soft-spoken gentleman. He is not all about himself. We met him at an event that it took some persuading to get him to come to because he's not a front of the room, thump your chest, go out and teach people what to do guy. He's a guy that's quietly doing it. But his language is very specific, and he's very clear. You need to develop clarity. We were teaching at a workshop for some of our students a few weeks back, and we're really working on languaging. And you, you brought this up on last week's show, this idea of when you're talking about, well, I, I'm going to give real estate a try. Right. You know, I, I think it might be good. I, I'm hoping for some success. Those are super, super weak words. When you get around people that talk like that, yeah, you know, you, you might want to put some money in my deal, because we, we think we have a good thing here. You might as well say, leave your money and don't come anywhere near me because I have no idea where I'm going. You need to be focused and clear. And I doubt any of us are as clear and as passionate about what we do as the gentleman you're going to meet today.
3: And I think the thing that's important about that, it isn't necessarily destination. You know, uh, I, I mean, I heard him talk and I don't know that when he first started out, he was clear about where he was going, but he was really clear about how he was going to do business. He understood what his priorities were and it was he followed his principles. And those principles took him to a place that's extraordinary and just very, very fun to hear about. And, you know, I mean, I'd make fun of George W. Bush for his quote where he said, you know, we're going to abandon free market principles to save the free market system. Right. I'm sorry, folks, but that dog don't hunt. That's crazy. You, you you don't abandon your principles because abandoning your principles is basically compromising your principles and it's basically violating who you are. And I just don't believe the universe is going to reward you for, for doing business or living your life that way. And... Every time I see somebody who has been able to live by a set of principles and who follow that through, I mean, you know, so true at Kathy, right, the guy that started Chick-fil-A, another guy that just followed his principles. He went out there and he started a business and he said, I'm going to run this business a certain way. This is who I am. This is what I'm all about. You look at even a guy like Steve Jobs. You know, Steve Jobs had a situation you were sharing the other day about how they were going to go roll out the Apple stores. And then he had a guy, a right-hand man, look at it and go, you know what? If we roll out the Apple stores this way, it isn't really congruent with who we are. It isn't congruent with the Apple experience. And Steve says, do you have any idea how much it's going to cost to stop it now and redo it all? And the guy's thinking, well, okay, it was a dumb idea. And then they go into a meeting, and 10 minutes later, Jobs says, you know what, everybody, this guy here says this is a bad idea. And you know what? He's right. And rather than violate who we are, we're going to bite the bullet. We're going to do things right because this is so much bigger than money. And the reason Apple is such a powerful brand and has moved the culture in so many ways is because jobs was a visionary that adhered to a set of principles and so it's not like oh there's just one set of principles that every company or every business person should follow i think the principle is you need to know who you are and figure out what you are willing to do and what you're not willing to do and how you want to do business and how you want to be known and then go look for opportunities that fit that and then commit to it don't hope don't try don't wish don't give it a shot but commit to it. And no matter how dark, how dreary, how bad it looks, if you still can draw breath, you are pushing forward. You know, Donald Trump's comeback story, even even, you know, my own personal story. I mean, and you look at people that have just been so far in over their head. You wonder how in the world are they going to pull this off? Jobs. Apple was was on death row. Right. How many times have you seen that happen? And they do it through the power of their commitment and the principles that they live by. And it's inspirational. And it applies whether you're running a little portfolio or whether you're running a gigantic corporation or if you're running a country.
0: The gentleman you're about to meet is in the hotel part of the real estate business. In fact, uh, his very first job in the hotel industry was at the Waldorf Astoria in New York as a file clerk in the personnel department and he worked up uh, to be into several companies and then the rest of the story uh, happened and you're gonna hear that Uh, Harris Rosen is his name and the Rosen hotels are only in one market there's seven hotels in Orlando Florida A couple years ago I was overnighting in Orlando and as fate would have it, I ended up in one of his hotels. It was a great experience and I read this little magazine that he had inside the room about his company and his story was incredible and all I learned on that day was a little part of the story, the real estate part of the story, how he put together the brand. We just have recently learned about what that has meant for him. And when we come back, you're going to meet Harris Rosen. He's the president of Rosen Hotels and Resorts, has been since their founding in 1974. They have the second largest number of rooms in the Orlando market right after Disney. So that's pretty impressive. He's done amazing things. By the way, there's no debt on any of his property. When we come back, you'll meet Harris Rosen today on the Real Estate Guys radio program.
4: Live nationwide, you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Find out more at realestateguysradio.com.
0: Forbes rated Memphis the best cash flow market in the nation. And our good friend Terry Mid MidSouth Homebuyers, has been the premier turnkey rental property provider in Memphis for over 13 years. With an A-plus rating for the Better Business Bureau, Terry has renovated over 750 houses. Real Estate Guys listeners have snapped up hundreds. Discover what these satisfied investors already know. MidSouth's properties are completely renovated with a one-year warranty and a lifelong rental guarantee. They're affordable, well-managed, and easy to own. Perfect for beginning investors and veterans alike. Get in on the action. Contact Terry and his team via email at at realestateguysradio.com.
4: For investors, timberland has become the symbol of safety. Global tropical timber demand continues to surge as the world's population increases. The need for managed, sustainable timber production forests has never been greater. When stock markets crash, trees keep growing. Direct ownership of fully managed tropical timberland acreage is now available to accredited investors. Prime valuable hardwood groves close to the beautiful Costa Rican border generate and maintain superior long-term wealth. Qualified, accredited investors should email timber at realestateguysradio.com for more information. Consider visiting our forest plantations to see for yourself. Email timber at realestateguysradio.com. This announcement does not constitute either an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offering made by prospectus only. For more information, email timber at realestateguysradio.com.
1: Hello, this is Robert Kiyosaki. I'm the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And if you're serious about learning how to invest in real estate, listen to the Real Estate Guys. They really know what they're talking about.
0: Welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program and our down on our podcast in real estate investing had an opportunity just a few years back to stay at the Rosen Plaza Hotel which might not mean anything to you if you've not been to Orlando but uh, I was completely amazed at the story of the gentleman that founded this hotel. Now 6,000 hotel rooms, uh, more hotel rooms than anybody except Disney in Orlando and uh, it all started from uh, small uh, property and we are very blessed today to have uh, the founder, uh, Mr. Harris Rosen with us. Yeah. How are you sir? Great to be here. Welcome Great to the program Thank and uh, congratulations on your amazing success. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's not only me. Uh, the gentleman above has helped tremendously. Well, clearly. And uh, what what inspired me about your story is that when you took over that first hotel years ago, that you didn't just put a sign out. You went and got the business. Tell us how you got started in the hotel business.
5: Well, I had been fired from the the third job. But the nice people at Disney uh, indicated to me that even though I'd done really a, a nice a nice job as administrator of the hotel division. Um, they said that it just became apparent to them that I would not ever really achieve much executive success at Disney. Um, And so they bid me farewell. And that was the third time I'd been dismissed from a a position. And I said, that's enough. I'm getting the message. Uh, I'm not supposed to be working for anybody else. I'm supposed to be doing something myself. It was 1973, late, uh, 74, uh, oil embargo. Uh, Virtually every hotel in Orlando was suffering tremendously. And I said, you know, I've got a little money in the bank. Uh, Hotel business is what I love. Went to Cornell University, major in hotel administration. Spent a couple of years in the army after that. Then started working for Hilton uh, and then Disney. And um, I said, well, maybe we'll start looking for a hotel. So it it took four or five months. And um, I found a little motel, uh, fronting International Drive and I-4 went in uh, to talk to the general manager or the owner. I went to the front desk and I was told that the owner was there and that uh, he would come out and greet me. And he did, uh, a short, rather stocky fellow. And um, he said, my name is Jim Morgan and um, I understand that uh, you wanted to see me. And I said, well, Mr. Morgan, um, um, I'm really interested in buying a hotel. At that moment, he took two steps towards me put his arms around me, hugged me so tight that he cracked one of my ribs. Wow. And he said, getting very emotional, he said, God has sent you. So I said, wow, am I really thinking about doing the right thing? Anyway, we sat down and talked. He said that his wife and three daughters, he hadn't been able to see them. He didn't know anything about the hotel business. He was a realtor, bought this property as an investment, things were terrible. The Arab embargo just devastated the market. He said, "Please, Harris, please buy it." So I said, "Well, call the lender in and we'll sit down and chat." Lender came in and um, saw my resume and said, "Wow, you'd be perfect for this hotel." And then he asked me a question. that was really odd. He, he said, um, "Harris, how much money do you have in the bank?" Yeah. And I didn't know what to say. I I, 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 I thought. Do I tell him the truth is it any of his business right could he find out is it a test so ultimately the latter prevailed and I said sir I've got twenty thousand dollars in the bank and he said Harris extended his hand and he said that's exactly what the down payment is and I knew I had just made the most horrible mistake I'd ever made in my life I was essentially giving him every penny I had and buying a hotel that was running at about a 30 percent occupancy that was losing money like crazy. But on June 24th, 1974, I walked into my office, the proud owner of a 256-room motel, running a 30% occupancy and hemorrhaging badly, and I cried. I cried. I thought I had just done the dumbest thing a human being could do, but I had a plan, and the plan was to go to the Northeast where all of the motor coach operators were, Uh, New York, uh, New Jersey and New Bedford, Massachusetts and I had an idea I was going to give them a little card and ask them to write a room rate down, whatever rate they wanted, let them know that I would honor that for a year if they would bring their buses down to me. I needed business so desperately so I I would have a conversation. These guys were terrific. I hitchhiked there because I, I couldn't buy a plane ticket so I hitchhiked to New York. They would then drive me, the bus companies, to their competitors. And overnight they would put me up in their homes. Wow. So it was just it was a wonderful experience. So I signed about seven or eight of these little cards and the the rates range from seven dollars and twenty five cents a night to eight dollars and twenty five cents a night. The eight twenty five he was crazy. Yeah. He was just being Santa Claus. He was overpaid. Overpaid. (laughs) Now I didn't have to hitchhike back because Paragon tours in New Bedford knew of a couple that was coming down to Orlando and they agreed to drive me down. They did. And they were my guests at the hotel until they passed away for about 15 to 20 years. Wow. So after I came back, I let some folks go and I did about six or seven jobs. I was uh, the general manager, the director of sales. I was uh, the breakfast cook. I carved the meat at night and helped the cook at night. Um, I was the housekeeper. I was the security officer, I was the gardener. Adding all of those salaries together I saved about two hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year. That was my profit, that two twenty five. Okay. So the buses started coming like crazy. Yeah. They were coming like crazy. And other lenders would be in the area looking to salvage their hotels, they would see this little motel doing so beautifully and they would come in and talk to me. I said, I, I can't. I'm I, living in a hotel and I lived in there for 16 years. I said, I'm doing seven different jobs. I can't think about another hotel. One company, a bank out of Philadelphia, made me an offer I couldn't refuse. They said, Harris, you operate the hotel for us and here's what we'll do. Whatever cash flow you generate will match. At the end of five years, uh, whatever is left on the mortgage, you'll have the first right of refusal to, to buy or to pass. Or if you pay the mortgage off between us and yourself, you own the hotel debt free. In five years, I owned the hotel debt free. So that was it. So in five years, I went from being fired from Disney, not having a penny in the bank, having to hitchhike to New York, New Jersey and, and Massachusetts to owning two hotels, one of them debt free and the rest is history. In 40 years, we've grown to seven hotels, 6,500 rooms, all debt-free.
0: Amazing, amazing. So your
5: folks who are interested in real estate, this was a rather interesting real estate story.
0: Well, you know, that is what completely attracted me to the story, is how you rolled up your sleeves and you just did the thing. You just made it happen, right?
5: I lived in the hotel for 16 years. My family was a large German Shepherd Named Rinted Tin, who happened also to be the best security officer I've ever had in my life.
0: <laughs> well, fast forward to today. What's amazing about the story is that uh, as an employer, you take extraordinary care of your associates, people that work for you, so much so that uh, the news is noticed, uh, people have noticed. Tell us that part of the story. Tell us how a hotelier got involved in healthcare.
5: Well, I love my associates. Uh, many of them have been, been with me for 20, 25, 30 years. Um, we are a family, um, and because I lived in the hotel for so many years, I didn't get married until I was in my 50s, because I wanted to stay close, and my bride-to-be um, absolutely refused to live in the hotel.
3: <laughs> so I
5: had a choice: get married, move out of the hotel, or stay in the hotel and remain unmarried. I chose to get married. Excellent. Um, but because I worked so hard, they knew I worked so hard, we really created a wonderful relationship. I respect them. They respected me. And um, when we had an opportunity to move from the traditional health insurance paradigm uh, and create our own insurance, health insurance plan, they were encouraging. Uh, many people said, Rosen, you're crazy. You don't know anything about health care. You're nuts. It's going to cost you so much. Stay where you are. Yep. And I said, no, I'm going to give it a shot. And we did. And with help of Ashley Bacot, who's now president of our insurance company, we created a wonderful health care plan. Our costs are down. We save money. But the important thing is our associates are really so happy. I mean, if you work for me and you're single, you only pay 750 bucks a year for insurance. If you work for me and you've got a family of four, five, or six, you only pay $2,500 for your insurance. and And so I think people appreciate that. It's a wonderful benefit along with a multitude of other benefits we have, but... I don't regard them as employee, me as employer. I regard them as, as my associates, my family members. And so we, 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 we love to take good care of them and their dependents, and their dependents.
0: Well, and I think one of the things that you mentioned today when you spoke was that you focus not just on treating people who are sick, but on wellness and prevention.
5: Listen, that, that's, that's a key. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand that if you want to reduce your healthcare costs, you keep people out of the doctor's office and out of the hospital. Period. Yep. The president said period. I say period. Keep them out of the hospital, keep them out of the doctor's office. Now, we, we do we do require annual physicals. Uh, we do have uh, Weight Watchers free. We, we do have a multitude of, of things in our medical center. We've got four full-time docs, a staff of 38. We've got our own fitness facility. We do chiropractors. We, we do acupuncture. We do um Uh, radiology, we do mammograms, we we, we try to cover the gamut, we have our own little pharmacy there. 88% of our pharmaceuticals, generics, are free to our associates. We have a wonderful relationship with Walmart, they take care of all of that for us, free. So, when you put it all together, it's a wonderful plan for us, for our associates, for their dependents, and because we're doing something good, we benefit also. So our cost reductions have been rather dramatic.
0: Well, it's amazing because obviously they're getting better care. They're feeling better about it. They're part of this family you've created. And as a business owner, you pay less for it.
5: It, it, Listen, our philosophy is we always try to do the right thing. And if you do, you receive benefits isn't it true god is
0: watching yes. awesome our guest today is hotelier harris rosen or when we come back plus we'll play real estate trivia and give you a chance to win a great prize next you're tuned to the real estate guys radio program i'm your host robert helms
4: real estate investment advice right in your mailbox sign up for the free real estate guys newsletter at realestateguysradio.com
0: Experts think the best is yet to come. But don't just take my word for it. Come experience Belize firsthand at our upcoming investor field trip. When you join us, you'll discover the many reasons we love Belize, like tremendously undervalued beachfront land, super low taxes, ease of doing business, and so much more. Get the details at realestateguysradio.com. Just click on events. See paradise for yourself. Click events at real realestateguysradio.com and I'll see you in beautiful Belize.
6: We see it every day. Courts overflowing with frivolous lawsuits, people losing all of their assets simply because they were unprepared. The best defense against unscrupulous predators and creditors is a good offense. At Corporate Direct, we use the latest legal tools to help our clients of all sizes and from all over the world create a strategy to protect what is theirs. Think asset protection is only for the wealthy? Think again. Our Cover Your Assets strategies and tools are very affordable and practical. Industry Leader Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and best-selling author Garrett Sutton. Give us a call at 1-800-600-1760 or go to CorporateDirect.com to see how we can tailor a CYA plan for you. That CYA. Cover your assets with Corporate Direct. 1-800-600-1760. That's 1-800-600-1760 for CorporateDirect.com. This portion of the Real Estate Guys
0: radio program is brought to you by International Coffee Farms, where you can own a parcel of land in your very own specialty coffee farm in Panama for as little as $15,000. Here's how it works. Deeded half-acre parcels entitled specialty coffee farms in Boquete, Panama are turnkey managed professionally on your behalf by a team of local experts. Sustainable average income is estimated at 12% and cash flow can begin within 12 to 15 months from the date of your parcel ownership. International Coffee Farm's mission is to own and operate specialty coffee farms that are economically, environmentally and socially sustainable. As part of this mission, 20% of the gross profits of each farm is committed to a socially sustainable fund to improve the lives of the Panamanian coffee farm workers and their families. International Coffee Farms currently owns and operates nine specialty coffee farms with half-acre parcels available for immediate ownership. To find out how you can become a coffee farm owner in Paquete Panama, email coffee at realestateguysradio.com. That's coffee at realestateguysradio.com.
6: Hi, this is Lawrence Yoon, Chief Economist with National Association of Realtors and you are listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome
0: back to The Real Estate Guys radio program. Thanks for tuning into the show. Tell a friend about The Real Estate Guys. Really enjoying this great interview with Harris Rosen. Before we get back to it, let's play Real Estate Trivia. Your chance to win a prize by knowing today's Real Estate Trivia question. Just a minute, I'll give you the question and as soon as you think you know the answer, send us your best guess to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Include your name, the answer to the question, and your mailing address. The first person with the right answer will win a great prize. It's a book called Passionistas. Tips, tales, and tweetables from women pursuing their dreams. That can be yours if you know today's real estate trivia question. Last week in the program, we were talking about disruptions in the real estate industry, and we asked this. Amazon was founded in Seattle, Washington, and on June 16th of 2017, it was announced that Amazon.com would acquire Whole Foods Market. Where is Whole Foods Incorporated based? Well, the answer is Austin, Texas. Here's our real estate trivia question for this week. The Rosen Hotels, of course, are in Orlando, Florida and the surrounding area. And since there are at least five different stories as to how Orlando got its name, that can't be our real estate trivia question. Instead, the area now known as Orlando was established in 1838 as Fort Gatlin, but became known by another name around 1850, then named Orlando in 1857. What other name was it known by just prior to being named Orlando? Yep, before Orlando was Orlando, it was something else. What was it? If you think you know or just want to take a guess, you can send your best guess to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Trivia at realestateguysradio.com. What was Orlando named before it was Orlando? That's today's real estate trivia question. Our guest on today's show from the archives is Harris Rosen, he's CEO of Rosen Hotels. Mr. Rosen, let's talk about something else you've been doing in your community. Folks, this is amazing. Tell us about Tangelo Park. A tangelo exists. It's a fruit yep. between a tangerine and an orange. Right. Yes. And so Tangelo Park was... Was, where, a-
5: was where they had a grove. Okay. And when Martin Merida came to town, they needed that to, to, to build uh, residences for all the people working in the factory. They took all of the trees down and they built homes. Uh, Martin Merida people left and it became an underserved neighborhood. A lot of poverty, a lot of drugs, a lot of prostitution. And we took over with the Rosen program, and now it is a thriving little community. 100% of the kids graduating from high school, about 50% going on and graduating from college. Uh, We start at two years old. Our two, three, and four-year-olds go to preschool. And when they are tested to to start kindergarten, 70% of them are tested as gifted. Wow. So... It's a wonderful program. Uh, average home uh, costs have now risen. Uh, the values of the homes have gone from about 40000 to about 140000 in the last 20 years, and so we're very proud of that also. And crime has gone down? Crime and- is down 63%. Amazing. And the sheriff now refers to Tangelo Park as an oasis.
0: Wow. So, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff now before we let you out of here, talk a little bit about what you're doing in Haiti because that's also fascinating well
5: we've been working in Haiti for about twenty years, yeah, and um, we've been there with health care supplies, education supplies, water filtration systems and it, 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 it occurred to us that after the horrible earthquake, maybe we should be involved in residences and building homes and and so we Presented to the government a plan to build homes. Um, and the government wasn't very enthusiastic about it. And we said, why? And they said, well, what we've discovered is that all the homes that we've built, uh, we have tremendous vacancies. We said, why? People are still living in tents. And they said, if we can't build the homes near where there are jobs available, folks won't stay in the homes. Right. So we said, oh my goodness. So what we need to do, because the government gave us property that was way outside of Port au Prince. We had to create, in addition to the residents, an industrial park. So that's what we're putting together. The jobs, and then we have to build residences to support the workers. More jobs, more residences, and that'll be the equation.
0: Awesome. So So we're very excited about that. it's, It's great to see that an entrepreneur can figure out a way to do things that make a difference that also ultimately serve... the the business. What advice might you give to someone who is a business owner about how they can approach this? Advice
5: is easy. First, get a good education. Uh, The next, you have to dream. Dream. What is it you really want? Because if if you're doing something that you really don't enjoy, you're not going to be as successful as you could be. So education, dream, and then work hard to accomplish dream. That's what I did. My grandparents came from Eastern Europe. Settle in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Hell's Kitchen. That's where I grew up. That's where I live. My brother and I were the first to go to college in our family. So here we are today. America is the greatest country in the world. The most extraordinary country in the world. God has, has shed his gifts on America. And we're just so blessed to live here. And if you behave yourself, you respect other people. And um, if you're honest, good things happen. It's, it's, not, it's not difficult. It's not difficult. And America is a wonderful place to live in.
0: Well, sir, thank you so much for your time and for what you do to make a difference. Thank you, sir. That's Mr. Harris Rosen. You can find out about what they do at RosenHotels.com or for the Real Estate
4: Guys when we come back. I'm your host, Robert Elms. Need help with your real estate investment portfolio? Check out the resources page at RealEstateGuysRadio.com.
1: Ranked by Forbes as one of the fastest-growing cities, Orlando, Florida has a big and diverse economy, yet still features affordable rental properties that cash flow. Our boots-on-the-ground turnkey provider, Greg Bond, at Greater Orlando Homebuyers, can show you how to start generating cash flow today. He just wrote a special report to help you discover the magical market of Orlando. Request your free copy today. Send an email to Orlando at realestateguysradio.com. That's Orlando at realestateguysradio.com.
6: Hi, this is Patrick Donahoe, CEO of Paradigm Life. Wall Street and banks spend billions of dollars per year in advertising with the goal to convince you that they are the solution. But take a look around. None of their advice has worked. If you're listening to this, odds are pretty good that you're already a real estate investor, or at least becoming one. So why do you do it? Is it to hedge inflation, the tax benefits, or maybe it's to get your money away from Wall Street? It's because of these benefits and so many more that I created the Real Estate Investor's Guide to the Perpetual Wealth Strategy. When you combine successful real estate investing with the Perpetual Wealth Strategy, you have the recipe for what has helped the wealthy to establish their financial well-being for decades. You can download the Real Estate Investor's Guide to the Perpetual Wealth Strategy today by clicking the Resources tab on the Real Estate Guys radio homepage. Don't wait. Go download it now.
3: Hi, this is Sam Freshman, author of Principles of Real Estate Syndication, and you're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome
0: back to The Real Estate Guys radio program. Be sure to tell a friend about the show, no matter how you listen to us on the radio, on iTunes, on any podcast or digital device. We're glad that you're with us and certainly hope you enjoyed the amazing, amazing Mr. Harris
3: Rosen. It's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. I mean, you know, you listen to that story. $20,000 is like your entire net worth. And you bet the farm on this thing and you don't even quite know what you got. Now you're like, oh my God, how am I going to make this thing work? Hitchhiking to New York to talk to the bus operators and selling rooms for what seven bucks a night? Yeah,
0: seven twenty-five a night.
3: Unbelievable! Unbelievable! But committing to do it, working like ridiculous hours—that's th- not a job. That's not even a business. That is—that's a mission. It's like Mother Teresa, right? You, you know, I think that's
0: a big part of the story. I think the reason that in his heart—and we had conversation before the interview, after the interview, the next day—completely congruent guy. He loves his employees. They are his family. How many times did he say that? Because he, he lived in the hotel for 16 years. Right. They literally were the people he was with all the time. And they, he and his team, built this amazing service culture. And then, well, what do you do in that situation? You don't say, well, you know what? I'm going to start a clinic to save some money. You say, how can I take the best possible care of my family?
3: Yeah, and it just goes back to you know mission, vision, values, and then, of course, execution. So he's a sharp businessman for sure practical, hardworking, diligent, but he's also a very principled man. He's also a guy with a clear vision and he knows what's important and he's willing to uh, bet on himself clearly. Uh, which is a great, great part of it. And he's willing to sacrifice in order to make it happen. And I'm sure that just, I mean, I wasn't there uh, and he didn't really talk that much about it because he would never say it. But I would suspect that when you are working in an environment where the owner is there working his tail off side by side with you, willing to do any job, I'll take out the trash, I will, you know, do whatever needs to be done, that's going to as- inspire you as the employee to really work harder and to care more and I I just I can only imagine what the culture he created in those first 16 years were and a foundation of course I think that was laid that as, uh, as he eventually moved out of the hotel which is a cute story uh, you know that, that it carried on and it's become so ingrained and uh, I think that I'm sure that uh, I, I can't wait to have the experience as you did to go there. I, now it's on my list of things I want to do I want to go stay in a Harris Rosen hotel which it sounds like next time in Orlando won't be hard to find. Absolutely well you know and, and they've
0: got multiple properties and they all are a little bit different they've got a couple of properties right by the convention center. In fact Mr. Rosen was the president of the Orlando Orange County Convention and Visitors Bureau for a time, so he understands convention business. He understands how to get rooms filled, and that's the part of the business owner that is the the strategic part and, and great at business. But then when you're successful at business, now what? I mean, what is it? What's success for him? Nine hotels? 15 hotels? I don't think that's success for him. Success for him is how his family is able to articulate this vision and create this living business because it isn't just about how many people are staying tonight and are they eating in our restaurant, right? It's about creating an experience that that is, when you're in Orlando, he's a dominant player.
3: Right. Well, you know, as our regular listeners probably remember, uh, we had my son on the show. We, you know, we did kind of a generational thing. Thing. And it was a lot of fun, you know, to, to do that as a father I was very proud. Uh, but this is his first year out of college. And when he first got out of college, you know, the natural thing to want to do is go get a job, right? That's what everybody does. I'm going to go get a job. And, and you know, my advice to him was, well, you know what, take one more year before you do that. And... Let's go exploring. Let me introduce you to a lot of the people that I have the great privilege to know, successful entrepreneurs, business people, investors. I know some very high-level employees that are very happy in their work. Talk to them all, different industries, different approaches, different philosophies, and you start to try to figure out kind of who you are and what you want to do. But here's the one piece of advice I want to give you. Don't go out and ask yourself, what can I do to make money or how can I trade my time for a paycheck? Don't solve that problem. Go to work on what can I build that will pay me to live the way that I want to live. And I think Harris Rosen, maybe not intentionally, but he found a way to build a business that pays him to live the way he wants to live and he wants to take care of people. He's in the hospitality business and he recognizes that it's just not the people who come and stay in his hotels that he wants to be hospitable to, but it's the people who work in the hotels that he wants to care for too. I think if he w- wasn't doing what he's doing, he might've become a doctor or, or some other healing or caring profession because it's just the man that he is. So he, in his life, he wants to take care of people. And he found a way to build a business that allows him to express that. My advice to my son and my advice to listen to anybody, if you're not in a position right now where the work you do fulfills who you are, I'd encourage you to kind of take a look at that and try to figure out, well, how can I figure out who I really am and how I want to express myself? And then how can I build a business around doing that so every day I wake up feeling like my life matters for more than just the money? Right. And and why that may
0: be easy to say, it's also not that hard to do. It's really what we're talking about, principle-based investing. At the Goals Retreat, we talk about which principles govern your life, and they're different for everybody, and and we spend time really getting clear on what you stand for as a person. If you'll take time and get clear about that, then you'll be able to design a business and a life that revolves around who you are. I mean, I think your advice to Sean is absolutely dead on. Don't just look for a way to make money. That's what most people do, and and arguably, that's how Harris started out, looking for a way to make money in the hospitality business, opportunity to buy a rundown hotel. Can I do something with that? I understand the business, and it's taken on so much more, not only has he spearheaded the programs that we talked about, so the, the health care initiative, which is huge, not just because it takes better care of the, the patients and his employees, his family. You can't even hardly get him to say employees, but it also saves the company money. It's right. much more efficient, and they have better care at lower cost, so that's awesome. Then there's the whole Tangelo Park thing, which is you got to be pretty enlightened to think about how do I have an effect on a neighborhood for for positive change And oh, it just so happens that many of my employees live in that neighborhood, so some benefit is probably going to accrue to me. What he didn't talk about is the fact that he not only donated the land, but provided the entire funding for the University of Central Florida's Rosen College of Hospitality Management. So he basically has left this legacy training people in hospitality management. Now, I'm going to guess some of the folks who go through the Rosen School of Hospitality Management might end up at a Rosen Hotel, but it's bigger than that for him.
3: He's changing his industry, not just his properties. Yeah, and that's, that's the whole point. I mean, at some point, you know, you reach a level of success where you say, I want to leave the world better than I found it. And, you know, you can do that as a parent. You raise great children. You can do that as an employee because you impact the people you work with. Everybody has to find their thing. There isn't a right or wrong. You know, again, coming back to my advice to my son, the main thing is just understand that that's the mission as opposed to what can I take from the world? What can I get from the world? How can I get what I want for me? And I'm not even saying that that's that's necessarily bad. But I I just have been around enough people that have achieved high levels of success. And the happiest people that I've seen personally are the people who have found something bigger than the money and bigger than self-indulgence. And to me, that's the measure of success. Obviously, Harris Rosen is a very successful businessman measured by money, measured by net worth. But I think even more important, measured by impact and and the fulfillment that he has done something with his life and his business that is important to him and he will – The day he draws his last breath and puts his head on that pillow for the very last time, he's going to be able to look back and go, well done.
0: So we want to celebrate who he is and what he's done and also give some inspiration. You don't have to be a guy that builds a business that big. You don't have to be a woman that changes the world and has your face on the cover of a magazine. But if you can run your business in alignment with your principles, that assumes that you know what they are, then greatness can happen for you and for all the businesses that we love, that we that you frequent, that you engage with, whether it's a small proprietor or a big national chain, have principled leaders behind them. That's how it gets out into the world and gets articulated as a working business. The businesses that fail, the businesses that are left behind, probably don't have that. So as a real estate investor how do we set what that is for us the very nature of the type of investment you're in are you a c-class person are you a flip person You know, we call flippers people that are buying houses and fixing them up and selling them for a profit we say that they're healing america one home at a time right what a difference that is i'm not just flipping a house for cash i'm healing america most of the houses that people who flip houses gravitate towards problems in the neighborhoods. They're eyesores, they're not performing well, they're dilapidated. Sometimes there's drugs and gangs and things that appear around those kind of neighborhoods. I commend people that go in and take their hard-earned money and their hard-earned skills to go in and fix and make better those properties and you know what? They deserve to profit. That's awesome. When Harris Rosen takes a roadside motel and turns it into a great experience for people who now get to come to Orlando and vacation and have those memories for the rest of their life, that's admirable. So the challenge is what are you doing in your real estate business or any business that's admirable and it's what Jim Rohn my mentor would call enlightened self-interest. Yeah. Right? Mr. Rosen is that guy, right? He's in business, he's a sharp businessman, he's a smart guy and he's following a pattern, but at the end of the day He's doing the right things for enlightened reasons.
3: Yeah. I, you know, I'm just sitting, I'm smiling because I'm thinking of all the different ways he inspired me. And obviously, this is one of them, and we're gushing, right? I mean, it was just such a great experience. But the other thing is, is that early in his career, being told, you have no future in this business. <laughs> right. And that's hysterical to me because, you know, if you feel compelled or called to do something and you're like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to express myself. And somebody says, oh, no, you can't do it. Most people will accept that. Most people, I mean, in his case, here he is. He's in the hotel business, and one of the big hotel companies in the world tell him, you have no future, and he says to himself, I don't accept that. I'm going to bet the farm that I can because I want to do it. That's inspirational, and that goes back to this thing about trying versus being committed to doing it. So he's been a very inspirational guy, and one of the things we love to do on the show when we get a chance to meet these very inspirational people try to bring them to the audience and let you guys hear people like that so that you can be inspired too because I'm betting somewhere in this audience with all of the countries we're in, there are some great people in the making.
0: Absolutely. Well, hey, big thanks to uh, Mr. Harris Rosen for not only what he does, but for his time. Awesome to have him. If you're trying to get clarity on who you are and what you do, Once a year, we spend two and a half days really helping people to understand at a core level what they should be when they grow up.
3: You know, I've had my son uh, at that three years in a row now. Not because I brought him, but because he wanted to go. And he wouldn't miss it for the world because every time he's gone, he's been a little bit different. He's discovered a little bit more. And to watch this young man discover himself so early in life while he's got so much in front of him. been really exciting so this isn't just for old folks Uh, this is definitely for young people with that said you know a lot of people hit a place in their life you know in their 40s where they've kind of they started out thinking money was all that and then they get to be about 35 40 years old and they've got enough money and now they're like well what's next if you're one of those people this is the place to be you know i've gone through the whole empty nest thing my son was the last one, right? So now I'm at a place in life where you know, you go, okay, well, I've been there, done that. I got the money thing figured out. My mission was raising the kids. That's done. Now, what's next? Now, I feel very fortunate over the years having gone through this process with you. I'm very clear about who I am and what my personal mission is, and I love having that clarity. I always say when you have clarity of vision, strategy and tactics become evident. When I know who I am and what I want, I know what to do. Harris Rosen knew it. My son is developing that. I've seen many, many people go through this program and come out of that clear about who they are and what they want to do, and then it accelerates their development and their success. I wouldn't miss it for the world.
0: It's a very different event from what the real estate guys normally do. It also happens to be the highest rated event we ever do, and we'd love to have you at least consider coming and getting complete clarity, and and you leave with your goals written. You'll leave with a new vision of your future. It has the potential to change your life but it only works if you do so it's some work it's a workshop it's a ton of soul searching and writing and and just an amazingly introspective time but also a chance to, to if you're at a point of crossroads if you're not sure if there's any uncertainty in where you want to be what you want to do this might help you can check out the, the details are on our website at realestateguysradio.com click on events you'll also see the secrets of successful syndication that is a great two-day event coming up shortly in Chicago we'd love to see you there the mission this week is to figure out your principles and make sure that your business is going to build not just a wonderful lifetime for you of income, but also a lifetime of happiness, of legacy, of satisfaction, and of making a difference. We hope we do that for you every week. Until next week, go out and make some equity happen.
1: This episode of the Real Estate Guys radio show is brought to you by Paradigm Life, powerful cash management strategies using life insurance. Learn more at beyourbank.com. Mid-South Home Buyers, low-cost, turnkey cash flow properties in Memphis, Tennessee. Corporate Direct, asset protection strategies for real estate investors from attorney and rich dad advisor Garrett Sutton.